Greetings. This is Justin Allen with the Elite Nurse Practitioner. Welcome to the Elite Nurse Practitioner Show, a podcast dedicated to nurse practitioner entrepreneurism and achieving financial freedom, where I talk directly with nurse practitioners who need help. Listen up. Our market is saturated. Jobs can be scarce. We are underpaid. We are undervalued. We are taken advantage of by the sharks within the healthcare system. And frankly, screw that. Sick of it. And it's time for a change. And listen, I'm here to help make that happen. We are powerful. We can forge a path where we are in control of our career and ultimately our financial and personal well-being. You do not need to submit to healthcare administrators and your doctor overlords. You do not have to take the measly salary. You do not have to work 50 to 60 hours a week. There is a different way, and I'm here to show you that path. This podcast is raw and unfiltered. I have not talked to nurse practitioners in this podcast prior to the call outside of an email exchange to schedule the episode. What you're about to listen to is a consultation session between a nurse practitioner and myself. It is real, it is unscripted, it is unplanned, and I have no idea what we're going to talk about. Anything and everything can happen during our conversation. The nurse practitioners in these episodes are struggling with an issue in their professional or financial life, and they have reached out to me for help. My goal is to help a nurse practitioner with actionable advice that will enhance and improve their professional, business, and financial life. My other goal is to hopefully help my nurse practitioner sisters and brothers build a more productive, powerful, and free life. So I hope the content and information within these podcast episodes does just that. All right, on to the episode. Hello, everyone. Today, we'll be talking to Atu, who is a family nurse practitioner. Currently, she is self-employed working in her wellness practice, where she focuses on weight loss, diabetes management, aesthetics, and IV infusion. She states her practice is not doing well, and she needs help. She is needing assistance with marketing, increasing practice revenue, and streamlining her services. Hey, Atu, how are you? Hey, how are you, Justin? Thank you so much for having me today. I'm doing good. Thanks for hopping on here. I really appreciate you uh, you know, taking your time and talking to me. So just tell us about yourself. How long have you been a nurse practitioner for and uh, what kind of things you've been doing? So I've been a registered nurse for the past 17 years and I've been a nurse practitioner for the past nine years. My background as a registered nurse was in emergency medicine. And then as a nurse practitioner, I worked in endocrinology for the most, actually my whole nine years. And um, I was hating it at school, but I actually loved it when I started working in that field. And then after about like five years of like very low pay from the practice I was working in, um, I tried my luck in aesthetic for about five months only. I learned how to do Botox, but the management was really unstable and they were letting people go and they ended up closing. It was just a disaster. Then I went back into endocrinology for about four and a half years and I worked in another endocrine practice. I learned a lot. It was awesome, but it was just like a lot of issues. Still the same low pay, like no maternity pay, no raise, just crazy amount of work. And I was just tired of like seeing, you know, a bunch of patients with multiple chronic illnesses and just like stressing myself out. So I wanted to do things differently. And when the pandemic hit, I started to look at how I could open my own practice. Um, I took some courses. I wish I had taken your courses. I wish I would have known you earlier. Um, But I took some courses on how to open my own practice. I took IV vitamins. I recertified in Botox because by that time I had forgotten everything basically because I wasn't practicing with aesthetics. And then in uh, around August of 2021, I found a place. I found a brick and mortar that I started renting. Um, I have a three-year lease. I'm into my year and a half-ish time now. 
And then um, I officially started seeing patients around October of 2021. I was still working part-time at my old um, prior endocrine practice. And I officially left there last year. So July of 2022, that's when I left. And I wanted to dedicate all my time to my business full-time. So the name of my practice is Preventive Health and Wellness. I'm in Coral Springs, Florida. I'm doing right now diabetes care, IV vitamin, Botox, weight loss, and some just some annual physicals. And at first, I was trying to advertise everything at once. So that definitely didn't work out. I was trying to like advertise everything on Instagram. You know, practice was dead for the first few months. I was seeing like one to like three patients a month. So that wasn't really good. And then around April, I met a marketing consultant that helped me niche down. You know, she asked me, okay, what do you want to focus on? Like, what what's the one service you want to do? And I started focusing on diabetes just because I have a passion for that. So I try to create a comprehensive program to help people with prediabetes and diabetes. And I really wanted to differentiate myself from other primary care and other endocrinologists. And I try to make a um, super customized like program, full transformation, you know, trying to get patients off medications, really helping them with weight loss, um, exercise recommendation, just like a really, really good program that kind of differentiate myself. And for months, I try and advertise this on social media, on Instagram, trying to give free content. And I learned a lot. I learned a lot with my consultant, but it never translated into selling my program. So fast forwarding to this past November, I met a business consultant who was trying to convince me that she could help me sell my program. And she helped me with like pricing, um, selling language, just being better with business wise. But that again, didn't work out. I had one client that signed up for my program and that was someone that I met through a networking group. And she's doing amazing. I mean, her A1C went from like 12 to like six. She's like my testimonial now. She's amazing. But again, the practice is just very slow. Like right now, currently, I'm seeing about 10 to 14 patients a month, usually from referrals, word of mouth, but not social media, which is basically where I put all my efforts. So I, you know, I kind of need um, a new strategy because I had, you know, zero return on investment. And that's why I need your help. It's like kind of where I'm at. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Okay. So you've done quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you're very experienced and have a really good focus here. I guess my question here, so are you taking insurance or cash? All cash. Everything's All cash. cash. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll, I mean, this is just my opinion, but I'll tell you why it's not uh, why, why it's not taking off. I mean, you can spend as okay. much money as you want on marketing and business consultants and whatnot. But at the end of the day, it comes down to what the patient wants and what they can afford. Um, yeah. You know, unfortunately, this is uh, diabetes care, in my opinion, is more of a insurance game, not a cash game. So I'm just throwing that out there. I think you're no, really yeah, and that's something that was definitely in the back of my mind before. But I just thought that maybe you know creating something different and kind of like a program, you know, like hey, do you want to go into diabetes remission? This is not your typical, you know, visit to your doctor where you see them, you know, every three months or every six months, and you know, you get right. this like little end date of medication, and you come back. I thought maybe by making something different and customized, people will be like, yeah, you know, I'll spend the money to try to, you know, but it hasn't taken. So, yeah, so yeah, but I totally understand what you're saying. Like, I, it's you know. listen, I mean, it's a great idea. And, you know, I mean, you obviously know what you're doing. You can get someone's A1C from double digits, oh, yeah. down, you know, down to six. I mean, yeah. you know what you're doing, but the problem is, is what's the demographics of your typical diabetic patient? 
do they have money to spend on this sort of a thing or do they expect their Medicaid, their Medicare, their insurance to cover all their diabetes care? Yeah, it's, a, it's a good mix. You know, I have from, I have the Medicare patient, I know they're not going to come for this. They're Medicare, not going to pay for this. They're no. set on that Medicare insurance. They're not going to pay cash for sure. I guess I was hoping on maybe the younger patient, like the patient I have now, she is 38. And I guess, you know, she has money, so she 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 paid for it. But yeah, I guess you're right. Like, it will be very... Yeah, like, what's the demographic here? Like, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i not trying to make, you know, these blanket statements or anything on, you know, various demographical stuff. But, you know, yeah. from my experience, from what I've seen, most diabetic patients really just don't have money. You know, more intelligent people who are in a profession where they start, you know, where they make a lot of money, very high end achievers who have disposable income and whatnot. You know, usually those people are going to probably exercise more and eat right anyways. Right. Uh Uh You know, and and like I said, that's not a blanket statement, but it's just from what I've seen observation and, you know, doing this. And uh, yeah, so I just, that's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering if this is kind of just beating a dead horse. Like, is this, is this something that you could really take to the next level, you know, in your area? I just, I don't know. Yeah. Um, so I guess that brings us to what do you want to do? Do you want to do this or are you wanting to pivot and try something else? I'm willing to pivot because, I mean, it's been, like I said, I started seeing my first patient October of 2021. So it's been a little over a year now. So, you know, yeah. I'm longer. <laughs> you know, if it's been a year. Yeah. You know, I generally recommend, you know, if you start a business, you know, give it six to 12 months. If you're not making a profit, something's wrong. You have three options. You can just keep trying, you know, try different marketing tactics and those kinds of things. You can pivot Mm -hmm. and just offer a different service, kind of just rebrand yourself or just shut it down and just completely start from scratch again. You know what I mean? Yeah. The only way you fail is if you just totally stop and just give up and don't do it. Again. Right. No, and I'm not right. stop, stopping. Right, I mean, right, right. diabetes is just not the only thing I'm offering, right? Like I right. said, I'm also doing weight loss, I'm doing Botox. So that would be just, I guess, one service that I wouldn't offer anymore, or I would just not, you know, spend all my time and effort on it because this is what I've done. You know, like I said, I was advertising everything. And then when I started niching down, I was like, okay, well, I want to focus on diabetes. I have right. all the other services, but I'm going to focus just on diabetes for now. And that hasn't worked. I mean, I've, and I've tried, you know, I had a marketing consultant and I'm spending money with all these consultants, which, right. you know, they, they believe that I can do it. You know, it takes time, Instagram, blah, blah, blah. And I've spent so yeah. much time, you know, marketing on Instagram. I've been posting every day. I've been putting stories, you know, coming up with caption, coming up with this and ideas. It is so much time consuming. Right. Oh, and I, you know, I wanted to say at least some return. You know, let's focus on this diabetes thing just real quick. So yeah. are you just doing these services in Florida? Yes. Okay. So this is what I would do. It's like, if you really want to handle well, this diabetes. Well, actually, let me, let me retract that. Yeah. I'm doing in-person in Florida, but I'm also advertising for other state, but I'm not doing medication. So it's, I, I'm only doing coaching Coach, for right, diabetes right, right, right. out of state. Yeah. Right. That's where my mind's going on this. Like, I feel like that you should, if you want this to work, I think you're going to have to expand out. I think you're going to have to get into some other markets where there's people with a little bit more disposable income, higher diabetes rates. I think what you need to do, if you want, you know, if you want this to succeed, what I would do is if I really wanted this diabetes coaching business to excel and start generating some significant income, I would do some market research. 
I would look mm -hmm. at some demographical information, look at some maps, those sorts of things, you know, where it has diabetes incidence rates. I would look at those maps, okay, you know, the ones where it basically has like, you know, counties that are colored in orange, red, blue, whatever, right? That okay. show, you know, the percentage of people or the amount of people that have diabetes. Mm -hmm. You know, usually, you know, when you look at those maps, a lot of it's concentrated in like the Southeast. Um, yeah. Generally, yeah. So what I would do is, is um, I would look at a map that just basically shows county by county throughout the United States of diabetes incidence rates. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then I would load up another map that shows the income levels county by county in the United States. I would put both of those maps side by side on your computer screen. Okay. Okay. And then I would look for the ones that have the high diabetes incidence rates that also have a high income rate. Okay. And you specifically market in those areas. Gotcha. Because okay. on Facebook, Google, whatever, you can target people you know, down to the county, down to the city, right? Now you have a focused marketing plan. Mm -hmm. Like I would think, I think I would start there. I think I would just focus a little bit more, maybe just on the coaching. You know, you have all these articles. It sounds like you have a lot of content already. So I think you just need to kind of brand this as more of a health coach versus, you know, a nurse practitioner. Because I mean, getting a bunch of licenses all over the, you know, all over the country. No, no, yeah. No. And, you know, and, and coaching is a lot less liability, that sort of a thing. Right. No, so, I'm not talking medication. I'm just really, you know, teaching them how to properly eat, you know, right. to not have brush your spikes, exercise. Right. Just, yeah. And your value proposition is I lower A1Cs naturally. Like, yeah. are you sick of being on meds? Are you sick of checking your blood sugar all the time? Are you sick and tired of this, this, and that? Like, those are the pain points. Okay. Right? That sounds good. Yeah, I'm taking yeah, notes. The, okay. Yeah. Those are the pain points. And then the benefits of your service is that you're going to lower your A1C naturally. You're going to get back into balance. I'm going to show you how to do it. I've done it before. You put patient testimonials in there. You put the mm -hmm. results in there. That's how you sell this. Okay. And then finding the specific area. How do I find that? I mean, I know you probably Oh, you can just. Like, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, just go to Google and type in diabetes incidence rates by county United States map. I mean, something's just, okay. I mean, yeah, stuff's going to come up. And then as far as the marketing, I'm marketing these with like Google, Google ads, like what do you recommend as far as marketing this once I find the specific area? Yeah, yeah, I would try Google uh, keyword ads. Uh, keyword search ads, you know, hopefully people in those area looking for diabetes treatment, you know, so you're going to have to play around a little bit with the keywords for Google search ads. And then, um, you know, also like on Facebook ads, Instagram ads, those kinds of things, you could target, you know, specifically in those counties and be a little bit more specific in terms of the demographics go. So you're going to want to target people who are going to be more in the higher income brackets. And you're going to have to really think about what's something in common amongst these patients? Like what are some common interests? Okay. You know, I don't know what those interests are. Like, I mean, sweet foods or, or is it uh, a, a certain TV show or a certain profession? Like I would just try to find like that target market. Okay. Yeah. And right. it's probably going to take some experimentation. It's going to take some real thought. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't done any Google ads or SEO or anything like that, which I want to look at, you know, eventually because, you know, just Instagram and Facebook hasn't. It worked for me. Yeah. Well, so, it hasn't worked before because I don't think you were doing it correctly. I think you need to do yeah, it this way. Okay. Yeah. That's going to be a very, very specific areas. And you know, there's going to be patients in those areas that have right. money that are willing to pay you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's a great.
Yeah. So, you know, I think that should be like a separate business, honestly. I mean, I think that, uh, you know, if you want something more local, you know, you're also offering these other services, your, you know, weight loss and aesthetics and this sort of thing. So let's kind of maybe focus in on that. Cause I mean, I think the coaching, you have it down. It's just getting the clients, right? Right. Yeah. Right. You took my coaching consulting course online one? No, I, I just discovered, you not too long ago, unfortunately. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. but no, I'm looking at all your courses now. And yeah, I'm definitely going to look at that. Yeah, I would definitely look at that. It, you know, it covers the coaching process, but it's really a marketing course. It's really on how to build a successful online business like that. Yeah, an online coaching consulting business. Okay. All See? right. Yeah, I'm definitely look at that. You know, I say let's focus, you know, refocus uh, our energies here on, you know, your practice itself. So yeah. I'd say the coaching business should probably be a separate business. It's a passion project and passion projects can become very fruitful. It just might take a little bit of time. So, you know, I say keep your head up and just keep trying, but just pivot here a little bit and make this maybe into two businesses. So you said you're seeing 16 patients a month or whatever. So I see a mix of Botox. Um, I have some patients that have some chronic illnesses like endocrine related disorders from the previous practice that I was working in. So some of them have come to me, not a lot. You know, I was an hour away from where I'm at now. So I've had some of these people, I have a few IV vitamins and that's basically it. So I, I will say like eight to like 14 people a month on the, on the good month is 14, but generally it's, it's less than that. I got you. And you have a physical office? Yes, I do. You do. Okay. So then I think you need to focus down a little bit more on this. Does your website, does it have all these services listed on it? Yeah. I have a page for diabetes. I have a page for Botox, one for IV, one for weight loss. Okay. Let me see here. You emailed me your website. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it looks good. Good. Pretty picture of you on there. Kind of get to the point on what you're doing. Diabetes reboot program, injectables, wellness, weight loss program. So I think that, uh, I mean, it looks pretty good. I think you just need to be a little bit more focused in on this. The first okay. thing on your website shouldn't be the picture of you and who you are. The first thing on the website should be what it is that you do. Okay. Okay. Like just boom. Like how is our practice different? That doesn't matter. Do we accept insurance? That doesn't matter right now. Like, you know, meet you. Like this stuff doesn't matter. The homepage needs to be what you do. Uh-huh. Then that's it. If they want to find out who you are, then they can click the about us button. Okay. Okay. So okay. yeah, yeah. So I feel like that, you know, your homepage just needs to be a little bit more in your face. This is what we do. You know, the name of your practice, weight loss, aesthetics, IV infusion, leave it at that. You can put your diabetes reboot program up there. That's fine. Keep it there. But basically, if they click that link, it should just redirect them to your, your coaching program website, like your coaching okay. website. That's where you're going to put all these videos of yourself talking about, you know, diabetes and all that stuff. Okay. Okay. That's going to be a separate thing. I say this should be a focused niche wellness practice, all right? Okay. So you focus in on the weight loss, you focus in on the eye infusion and the aesthetics. Like you focus in on those things. Because I mean, people are looking for weight loss programs. Like they're looking for it. They're looking for semaglutide. They're looking for fentanyl. They're looking for these things. And yeah. so, yeah. So just make it painfully obvious. Like this is what we do. Okay. Should I just put the diabetes part just kind of like up top and not like not just put in it, the front? That's what I'm saying. It, like. Exactly. Just put it in the navigation bar. If someone clicks on it, they click on it. You know, like okay. my men's health clinic website, when you land on the homepage, it says, you know, testosterone replacement therapy, peptides, weight loss, et cetera, et cetera, like infertility treatment, right? I don't really mm -hmm. have that on the homepage. I have like a little mention of it. It's like a couple sentences. 
But if they want to find out about it, they go to the navigation bar and click on it. Yeah. I mean, now if I'm not, that's not going to be the main focus. I guess I can, you know, move it out. I mean, exactly. I had diabetes there because I wanted, you know, this is what I wanted to have as a primary service. But okay. It's just, yeah. Do you, you know, stay- having like different like DBAs that just read your article about that? About having a um, DBA? No, like, I don't think I don't think for a wellness practice like this, doing a bunch of DBAs is really necessary. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I really don't. You know, the name of your practice, uh, you know, Preventative Health and Wellness Center. You know, you could, I mean, you could do like little DBA kind of things from a marketing perspective in your ads, like Preventative Health and Weight Loss or Preventative Weight Loss Center, or Preventative ID Infusion Center. Like you could just kind of have like different subheadings. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So you could do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. You know, change your Google business listing to maybe have that as well. You know, it should say preventative weight loss and IV infusion center. Out and I have th- to keep the word um, preventive like in, in the DBAs, right? Like I have to keep the same. I would kind of keep the same branding. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just kind of keep the same branding basically. Like I don't think you should completely just have totally different names. Okay. All right. 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 Like, mm-hmm. like preventative is like, you know, you're your home base kind of name. Like that's the foundation of it. And then you have like a little just sub, you know, subheadings below it. Wellness okay. or weight loss, aesthetics. Now out of those services, which ones, which ones are you seeing the most of? Right now I have to say it's Botox. Botox, Botox aesthetics. And some chronic illness, but I guess it will be equal. Yeah. The chronic illness patients, I say keep. And if you get them, then great, fine, whatever, you know. I mean, I treat mm-hmm. some chronic illnesses at my men's health clinic. You know, just yeah. on my patients, I'll treat their diabetes or hypertension or whatever, you know? So, do you yeah. charge per, per visit or do you charge, do you do a program for them? It's just part of a monthly subscription, you know? Okay. So it's like, it, a, it's a membership. Yeah. You know, 140 a month, 150 a month, 160 a month, whatever you want to charge. That includes the weight loss med or the IV infusion or whatever. And then plus like the visit, you know, I mean, mm. you know, a lot of this stuff, you're only seeing the patients every three to six months anyways. I mean. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I was just trying to figure out if they would want to pay like a monthly rate that way, or if they come every three months, they're gonna want to pay just like per visit. I'm trying to figure out which. Right now, they're paying per visit. I don't have a membership. Yeah, for chronic care management, I'm gonna say that uh, paying per visit is probably gonna work better unless you have something that you're giving them on a regular basis. That's part of like you know a foundational subscription program. So. Mm-hmm. A weight loss medication, hormone replacement therapy, yeah, monthly IV. Right, 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 right. There has to there has to be something there to justify uh-huh. that monthly cost. Right. Okay. Right. If you do that, then yes, you can do a monthly cost. But if they're just some patients that you've seen every three or four months or whatever, yeah. just no, they're know. just yeah, I see them every three to four months. They're not yeah. they're not getting or anything like that. Yeah, I would just I would just charge them per visit for that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I think I'm going to have to like refocus and figure out what it is that I'm going to do now. Kind of like pivot from the whole diabetes and just focus on like the other services. Maybe just focusing on weight loss. I was even thinking of um, men's health because, you know, endocrinology, I know how to treat them. I've done a lot of testosterone, at least for male. Female, I'm not too good at that, but male, definitely. Yeah. Um, I mean, so. you know, hormone replacement therapy goes super well with these things. I mean, they all complement each other. Yeah. You know, weight loss, hormone replacement therapy, IV infusion, like, I mean, these things, you know, aesthetics and all this, they, they complement each other. The same patients purchase these things. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that if you could do that, then I think that's fine. You know, what's the competition like in your area? Like, what's it, like, what's it looking like? 
It's it's <laughs> there's a lot of competition in every services. There's a lot of IV places, a lot of wellness places, uh, weight loss, men's health. I have a lot of hospitals around me. There's definitely competition. I'm not letting that you know put me down or anything, but there's definitely some competition. I mean, South Florida is uh, everybody wants to look good, lose weight, have Botox. So yeah, well, I'm pretty surrounded. <laughs> Do you think that there's a specific demographic that you could focus on more than another? For which service? Any of them. Like a specific race, culture, income, profession. Like, do you feel like that there's something that you could really try to, to differentiate yourself from the rest? Uh, I can probably for weight loss, I would say um, a lot of African-American women. Okay. Um, I can definitely kind of like niche down there. But this is what I hear, what I see. Um, they always come in, you know, I meet people I'm just like, oh my God, I really need to come see you for weight loss, you know, and so definitely that. Botox, I don't really know for Botox. I kind of have a mix of everything, men, female, and I have pretty much every race that I can think of. Well, that's who you're seeing now. What I'm asking yeah. is like, do you think that you could niche it down even more, like differentiate yourself from everyone else? Yeah, I'll have to sit down and think about, right. you know, how I would do that. You rebrand yourself, you know what I mean? Like, so, okay, so for example, like my men's health clinic, we Mm -hmm. focus predominantly on middle aged men, professional business owner, they make money, and then also, you know, police officers, military. Like, that's Mm -hmm. our demographic. I'm not going to advertise to anybody else. Okay. You know, that's what I mean. Like, I think that you need to be a little bit more specific here on who you're advertising to. You do not need to advertise to everybody. Okay. It's not necessary. Remember, you only need one to 200 patients to have a very profitable practice. You don't need that much. Okay. Okay. A couple hundred patients, you're making a six-figure income, all right? Yeah. So how can you niche it down and be very, very specific? By doing that, it allows your advertising online to be much more effective because now, instead of advertising to, let's just say, for example, instead of advertising to women in the area between the ages of 30 to 60 that, you know, who are in the upper 40% income bracket, way too broad, way too broad. What if instead okay. you were focusing on women between the ages of, let's just say perimenopausal, basically, let's just say like between 40 and 50, 40 and 55, right around that age, all right, mm-hmm. who are African-American who are professionals. Now you're very, very niche specific down. Okay. You think there's a couple of hundred of those patients in your area? Yeah. Probably more than that. Yeah, definitely. Right. Yep. So it makes that advertising a lot more effective, especially if you can brand your advertising content to speak to them. So mostly, you know, pictures of African-American females, you know what I mean? Being active mm-hmm. and looking healthy and vibrant. Like, you know, you don't have to just, I mean, you're not being racist here. You're not saying I'm only going to treat these people, but your advertising makes it look as if you're tailored towards that specific okay. demographic, right? Okay. Right. And when you're saying online, are you talking about, do you think I should stay on Instagram, make another page? I mean, everything that I have on Instagram is 100% diabetes. I don't have anything else. I don't have an IV. I don't have weight loss. I don't have anything. I think so, that should be, I think that should be for your diabetes coaching business. Oh, okay. Okay. I see what you're saying. Gotcha. Okay. Right. Keep that as your diabetes coaching business. Okay. But right. But I think you're probably need to make another Instagram account or another Facebook page or whatever for this practice specifically. Okay. Yeah. And then you advertise specifically to that demographic 
and your website is a little bit more branded towards that. Okay. Yeah. So I need to, do you recommend me um, focusing on just like maybe just one service at a time, like maybe just weight loss first and then kind of add on like maybe men's health or do other stuff or just kind of. Well, you, well, well, right now, you know, weight loss, you know, aesthetics and you know, IV infusion, right? Yeah. So there's no reason to, you know, get rid of things. I mean, I think you should still keep those core services. Okay. I just think that your issue is just getting patients in the door. Yes. Right. So you just need to have different ads for each different service and send them out there in the world. What kind of ads? Like SEO? Because I haven't touched any of that. I haven't touched SEO or anything. I've only done Instagram because it was free. <laughs> So I really haven't spent money on SEO. Do you recommend doing that or Google? I know Google ads can get pretty expensive. It is worthwhile to pay someone to come in to do a good SEO analysis of your site and to just kind of optimize your website. You don't necessarily mm -hmm. have to pay them on an ongoing monthly basis. Okay. Because you should be doing a lot of that SEO yourself. And by that, it's just simply writing articles and having content on your website that talks about specific things. Weight loss, semaglutide, you know, intermittent fasting, the various topics in weight loss, various topics within Botox, various topics about IV infusion, you know, why, you know, B12 injection, the benefits of it, et cetera, et cetera. Like you just, you know, once a week or once every two weeks or even once a month, you publish an article on your website under a blog section or article section. And by okay. doing that, it just, it increases the content on your site. So it basically mm. allows... That increases the SEO and also having your Google business listing optimized as well to list your services, you okay. know, your name on it, updated photos, that sort of a so thing. I, lots and lots of reviews. Yeah. So I have that. Oh, reviews if we get into that. Okay. So I have a Google My Business. I only have 25 reviews because I've asked clients to write review. They do write review, but it doesn't post. They're 100% legit reviews. I don't know what the problem is. Google doesn't like me. But um, I've had this problem since I started. I should have by now more than 50 reviews and I don't. So the weird part is they write it and I'm like, and they're like, oh, I wrote you a review. And I'm like, really? I, I didn't see anything. And they're like, yeah, yeah, look. And they are able to show me on their phone the review, but it's not public. How is that? I don't know. I've looked into this and I just can't find an answer. I honestly don't know. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, yeah, I'd actually have to see what they're showing you. I mean, if they write it and click, submit i mean it should yeah. automatically publish on your google business listing nope it hasn't and at first the first one was just like okay maybe like it's weird i don't know a fluke something happened but it's been happening multiple times is it a comment that they're writing instead of a review it's a review it's a review yeah, yeah that i'm very not, often yeah i'm not really yeah. too sure to be honest with you yeah yeah regardless uh you know usually you have to actually get into google maps to post the review. So I don't know where mm -hmm. they're posting it. Like that's usually where you actually have to post it. Like you actually load yeah. up Google Maps and click on the business and then I mean they have the, the link already. Like I usually like have a link either they, they scan it in the office or I send them a link. I'm like, thank you for coming. If you have time, like okay. drop me okay. a review. Okay. Yeah. Giving them those links. So I have noticed that before myself. If I give them the link or if a business sends me a link, I remember I went to my dentist uh, a couple months ago. And they were like, here you go, scan this code. I was like, okay, I scanned it and loaded my phone up and I posted and the review just like wouldn't submit or something. I was like, what the, what the hell is this? It's weird. They were like, that's weird. And then what I did was I get, I went to Google Maps, looked up the dental office and posted the review and then the review posted. So, and I've, and I've given those links before to my, some of my men's health patients. And I've noticed similar things. 
I don't know what the technical error is or what the problem is, but it might be because of that link. Mm, interesting. So, okay. Yeah. So instead, actually have them look up your business on Google Maps. They actually have to load up the Google Maps app, click on okay. your business, and then post the ad. I noticed if you do that, wow. there's no problems. Okay. I was trying to make it easy for them. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, if that's the way that's going to work, then that's what I'll do. Okay. Yeah. I have noticed that error before with the link. So have them do that instead. But but that's just one arm of the SEO thing. Okay. That's just one arm yeah. of your marketing. Is just, you know, having a Google business listing, lots of reviews, updated photos, updated services, you know, the name, the Google business listing name needs to say what it is that you do. So it needs to say weight loss, aesthetics, IV infusion or whatever. Okay. And then your website has lots of articles on it, lots of content. That's all you got to do for the SEO after you pay someone just a one-time just thing to optimize your site. Okay. Oh, and then, just a one-time thing, not a monthly, because a lot of people that I've spoken to are saying that they're doing like a monthly update. Or, yeah. You know. If they're writing content and stuff for you, if they're not, I think it's a waste of money. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't pay anyone on a monthly basis for SEO. I paid a one-time thing just to optimize a bunch of backend links and things like that. Like that's okay. all you got to do. And then you're at the launch actual like some ads on Facebook and Google, Instagram, that are targeting specific people, specific interests, paid ads. All right. Do I hire somebody? I don't know anything about paid ads on Facebook or, or Google. No, no, I wouldn't hire someone. I've said this before in other podcasts. I really feel like you as a business owner should understand how to do some basic marketing. You really don't need to pay someone to do a lot of this for you, especially at first, and especially if you're on a budget. Have you took our marketing course? No, no. That's what we talked about earlier. We, I, I haven't yet. You haven't yeah. took a marketing course? No, 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 no. no. That's the coaching course. Have you actually took the advanced marketing course? No. Mm -mm. Okay. It's a couple hundred bucks. I'm telling you, it would be better to spend your money on that than hire some marketer who doesn't even understand what the hell you're doing and paying them a thousand dollars a month. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. Look into it's, so it's, looking, it's teaching you a little bit about um, Facebook ads or how to... Exactly. Like actually how okay. to do this stuff. Right. Creating a Facebook ad account or a Google ad account. Like this stuff is not, it's not rocket science. It's pretty easy. Okay. Yeah, you know, you just get in there, you create an ad, you put an image in there, you write some, uh, you know, you write some ad copy, you basically just write some content for the ad, and then it links out to their, you know, to your website, they click on it, and then they land on your website, and boom, they see, you know, what services you offer, and hopefully they call. Okay. Got yeah. It. Yeah. Have you gone through our marketing tips? No, like I said, like I literally, I've read a, a bunch of your articles. I haven't taken any course yet, but I'm looking to like take some of your courses for sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, look on the main website as well under the marketing tips. So go to the all articles category. Okay. And there's a there's there's a category there called marketing tips. All right. Like I have written dozens and dozens and dozens of marketing tips for you guys. They're there. They're free. Look at them. Read them. There's okay. so much we'll valuable information there. All right, for sure. I'll look at that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you I, re I read your articles about the DBA and um, some other article that I was just reading just yesterday, but I didn't see that one. So I'll look into it. Yeah, just go into all articles section and there's categories of articles, marketing okay. articles, finance tip articles, all kinds of different things. I'll definitely do that. Yeah, okay. yeah. I feel like your biggest issue here is probably you're just not marketing correctly. I seriously think that's just the underlying problem. Yeah, I have to take some course on that then because yeah I, I just you know I figured after a year um you know I will have definitely more more patience than I have now yeah and, you uh, should like I said I took a three-year lease here for the for my brick and mortar and um my rent is going up in July so I'm like oh my god I need uh -oh. to get things going yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. I think this is just the biggest disconnect for you here. I think it's just one thing that's really preventing you from succeeding. I mean, you know what you're doing. You can provide results, the medicine, the healthcare, everything here is down packed, but why aren't people contacting you? And I think that it's because they can't find you and they just, they just don't know you exist. Yeah. That's just what it comes down to. Okay. I'll definitely work on that. Um, Yeah. So I think moving forward, your focus here should be almost 100% marketing at this point as a business owner. Like you really okay. need to, you really need to double down on the marketing and advertising. You really need to understand this stuff. Okay. Yeah. I will do that for sure. And then as far as, um, I just have a question thinking about, you know, people calling because 25 reviews is not a lot, but I do have people calling because I have all great reviews. Right. So I saw so your website, you have great reviews. Do you take insurance? That's the first question. And so do you, I don't know if you get those calls, but now you're all cash as well. How do you answer to these people? Like, how do you kind of convert them to paying cash? If, yeah. I don't know if you get a lot of these calls, but. Oh, no, no, we get those calls. No. It's part of the, part of this. <laughs> like, I would estimate that we have a 25% close rate people calling us. Okay. Mm. So one out of four calls actually converts into a patient. Okay. Okay. The other three calls are a waste of my time. They're a waste of time. Yeah. We don't accept insurance by half of them. Okay. Fine. Then the other 25%, it's just, you know, I don't know. They're just, they're really not interested. They're just, you know, they're not serious about it. Then the other 25% don't care. So you just need to accept the fact that it's 25% close rate's probably pretty good. Okay? okay. Okay. So don't get down on that. Yeah. Yeah. That's just kind of part of this cash game. It just is, which is why you need to try to be getting as many phone calls as you possibly can. But how we sell them on it when they, you know, when they call is we basically state, no, we do not accept insurance at this time. And the reason being is, and you have to give an actual sound reason. I mean, don't lie to them. Tell them the real reason. Just tell them insurance typically does not pay for these services. They usually don't pay for these services. Therefore, we don't accept insurance because it would be a waste of time. They're not going to pay for it anyways. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's the truth. They're not going to pay yeah. for the stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the only time I had the the question with uh, you know the insurance is mostly what people are calling for diabetes. You I know, gotcha. and like right. you said a lot of these people want to use the insurance for for chronic illness and for diabetes and things like that. So even though I was explaining my program and had to customize, you know, I really didn't convert them. So you know, <laughs> if you accept insurance and you really focused in on this diabetes care, you probably would have a very successful, profitable practice. Just oh, man, this is such a headache. I know. Insurance sucks. I get it. <laughs> oh, my God. It sucks. Yeah. You don't want to do it. I don't get it. I mean, I, I wouldn't want to either. But I'm just saying you could do that and probably have a pretty profitable practice. Yeah. So maybe a backup. Maybe an idea. Yeah. Yeah. to think about. If you're serious about a cash practice here, I really feel like that you need to. Marketing is the name of the game here. And you really need to double down on it and really learn, really learn how to do this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll do that. Yeah. Do you have yeah. any um, SEO like company you recommend, or you think they're all pretty much the same? Just pay them a one-time fee and just have them optimize your your site and just. Um, I like uh, Commercial Webmaster. His links on the main Elite MP website under the uh, preferred vendor list, the GPO. Okay. Um. Yeah. 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 He could do some. Uh. You know, some just foundational SEO for your site, like a thousand bucks or whatever it is. But outside of that, though, I wouldn't spend a whole lot more money on it. Okay. I really feel like that. You writing the articles should be a focus, and then you really trying to figure out how to do these ads yourself. It's not okay. that hard. Okay. So yeah. blogs on the website, Facebook ads, Google ads. 
And I can learn this through your marketing, advanced marketing for us. Exactly. And this just came to my uh, mind as well. Once you figure out who your target market is here, yeah. okay, you have to separate yourself from the rest of the people. Okay. And how are you going to do that? And I think that the way you're going to do this is you have a very focused target market. Once you determine who it is that you want to treat and target, you need to then think, where are these people? Are there clubs? Are there certain churches, functions, places they hang out? Is there somewhere that you could go directly to them to advertise? You're going to have to just think about that because I don't have that answer for you. Is there somebody that can go directly to them? What do you mean by that? Like advertise directly to them. So like, for example, my patients play golf. Lots of them play golf. They're rich, mm -hmm. middle-aged men, okay? They play golf or they hunt, all right? They like outdoor sports. I will advertise directly at the golf courses. I will put oh. ads on the scorecards. Mm -hmm. They yeah, okay. like to go out to dinner, you know, at higher end restaurants. I can put ads in the bathrooms at those restaurants. Yeah. I advertise where, where they are at. Yeah, I've done that for, you know, weight loss. You know, I'm trying to leave like my pamphlet and brochures in the gyms. I mean, I guess I have to do that again and kind of like really look at who I'm advertising to. Exactly. Because it didn't really. Exactly. Yeah. Figure out where they are at. Okay. You know what I mean? Like if you decide to, you know, let's say you decide to really try to make uh, African-American females that are middle-aged your, your target demographic. Yeah. Is there a gym where a lot of those specific types of people go to? Yeah. Or a specific restaurant? Like, you know what I mean? Where do they go? How do you, I mean, other than just researching this online or going like you in person, how do you find this out? <sighs> yeah, I don't, <laughs> I'm not a middle-aged African-American female. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know what to tell you. Like, <laughs> I'm kind of a wealthy middle-aged man. So like, I know where my patients go, you know? <laughs> Like, that's just how you have to figure it out. Like, you're an African-American female. Where, you know, where do you go? Where do your friends go? Like, you're gonna have to just really think about that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't pay someone to tell you that. Like, that's the secret. No, that I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the secret sauce. That's the secret sauce of how to make mm -hmm. this work. You, you, you can't pay a marketer to tell you that because they're not that person. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So, like, that's the secret sauce. Like, that really is the secret to a successful practice. It's just mm -hmm. who's your target market and where are they? Like, how can you get your clinic's name in front of their face? That's literally the million dollar question. That's what you have to figure out. Once you do that, it becomes easy. Yeah. Okay. Really think about that. Really think about who it is that you can advertise to, how you can relate to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Any other questions? Uh, let me see. I think I went over everything with you. Um, okay. Yeah. Listen, yeah. don't get down on yourself about it. Okay. My first practice was a failure. You know, lots of people's first businesses don't work out very well, but if you pivot and try and make some changes, then usually it works out. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely have to pivot, I think. Absolutely. Um, well, I'd like to end the episode with, uh, you know, you asking me a personal question. If you ever had any you know, questions, questions for me, do you have any, any curiosity? Yeah, I would say if you could go back in time when you first started your business, what is the number one thing you would do differently? I mentioned this question before and the answer changes sometimes depending on kind of where I'm at, uh, yeah. you know, in life and kind of where I'm at with my businesses and stuff like that. But I think that if I could go back in time I would have avoided the whole insurance thing. I was accepting insurance at first. 
and oh, it just and it, yeah it was just an absolute nightmare um mm. it really made me want to throw the towel into it and just say hell with this i'm just gonna work oh wow okay yeah so well, like, that's kind of like what i'm hearing for mine like if i were to do insurances for diabetes i'm just like oh my god i'm like I've seen what it was like when I was working as an employee, you know, I wasn't even dealing with the insurances, but I, I know the headaches they were going through. So it's an absolute headache. Yeah. And you know, another thing too, is that I wish I would have focused probably a little bit more and I wish I would have dedicated a little more focused energy and time into my businesses because I was very spread out. I had, you know, multiple things going on at one time. I was still working and because I was still working and my energies and focuses were spread out. Yeah. It really prevented me to grow early. Instead, okay. a lot of the growth I had was a couple of years later. And so I yeah. feel like if I was able to focus more in on, you know, just one or two things, then uh, I'd have been probably a little bit more successful than I am now. Yeah. And that's a hard one. Sometimes you want to keep working to, you know, have some income coming in. Right. But yeah, I mean, that's what I, I mean, I left, you know, I left in July and it's kind of like, I don't yeah. have the income, but <laughs> I'm able to focus on my effort on, on my business, but it's, it's, it's stressful too. So. It's stressful. Yeah. Well, listen, I mean, you have time here, so there's no excuses whatsoever to why you can't really become an expert at marketing. Like take the course, buy a book yeah. or two on marketing, read it, really understand that stuff. And if you can, and you can really figure out your target market, that's going to be what propelled your business from where it's at to, to real success. I wholeheartedly believe that. Okay. Yeah. Definitely do that. Well, cool. Well, well listen, you so you're welcome. Yeah, no, this was a good episode. I think it was a, you know, really good message. And, um, you know, keep me up to date with where you're at. I really, you know, hope no, that exactly. you, yeah, I will for sure. I appreciate everything you do All for right. us, nurse practitioner. That you're really awesome. And I, I really wish I met you before I opened my business, but you know, now you're here. So um, it is I have your resource. So. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. You know, listen, there's, there are hundreds of articles on that website. Just start reading a lot of that stuff. And I think it'll, I think it'll rewire your brain. I really do. Oh, okay. Thank you yeah. so much. I appreciate your time. All right. You're welcome. You take care. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. I hope everyone enjoyed the episode with the two. You know, her clinic's not doing very well. This is a story that we've heard before, you know. Usually when a clinic is not doing well, it's because of like one or two things. There's usually some sort of disconnect. There's something missing, all right? Clinically, she sounds great. She doesn't have a problem there, all right? Her website looks good. She has a office, like she has a lot of stuff going for her, but what's the disconnect here? And the disconnect's marketing. That's literally it. People don't know she exists. They're probably having a hard time finding her and they just don't know she exists. She wants to focus in on the African-American female demographic. It's kind of where she wants to focus in on, all right? So she just needs to find out how to advertise to them directly. And that's just through focused advertising. So I think the big message of this episode is that marketing truly is the key here. You as the business owner, you need to understand how to market your practice. You cannot just pay someone to do this for you, okay? You are literally giving the key to success to someone else when you just hire a marketer to market for you, all right? You really need to understand the basics of this stuff as the business owner. Business is sales, and so you need to understand how to sell, and that's what marketing does. You gotta figure out what that secret sauce is. Figure it out, and if you can, you'll build a million dollar practice, I guarantee it. All right, hope everyone enjoyed this episode. I'll talk to you guys later, thanks, bye. 
Thank you for listening to the show. Quick legal disclaimer. The content of this podcast is meant for informational and entertainment purposes only and should not be used as legal, financial, medical, regulatory, or practice-specific advice. For information pertaining to your specific legal, financial, medical, or practice-specific needs, please be sure to consult with your lawyer, CPA, medical director, and or your state's practice laws and the most up-to-date clinical guidelines. As always, do your due diligence when it comes to any information found online and in podcasts. The content of this podcast is copyrighted by Galaxy Medical Southwest 2023 and cannot be duplicated, rebroadcasted, or reproduced without our written permission.